All right, welcome back, audio pongers. If you're wondering why uh, Zach is holding up a giant glass puzzle piece, it's uh, not to threaten me. It's actually to say thank you. We want to say very deeply, sincerely, from the bottom of our hearts, thank you to Jacob Barfield. He is a glass artist out in California, San Diego, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, so he's JB Arts. Uh, you can find him on TikTok and i'm sure he's got yeah he's got an instagram as well and uh, i'm sure just by searching that as as well alone you can find anything else that he's attached to we recommend that you check him out his artwork is amazing this is just one of many pieces that he's capable of doing uh and he's on he's on the up so you definitely want to check out jacob barfield jb arts and thank you again jacob we can't wait to have you on the show we love the audio pong puzzle piece that you have sent to us um it's great i can't wait to it's amazing thank you very much jacob this is a a one-of-a-kind art piece and we'll treasure it forever thanks man definitely definitely so zach yes what's going on man oh my goodness what's going on there's a lot so i usually don't do new year's resolutions yeah but this year it just kind of coincided because like i usually just change my life when I feel like it, you know, like I'll start a new diet plan if I want. I'll start a new workout regimen. I'll start, you know, new things. I'm always, you know, trying to test myself and grow. Right. Right. So, but this year it just kind of lined up with the new year. And what I started doing is I actually blocked out time this time, right? For Japanese. This is an ongoing struggle for me to try and learn a new language, a second language, I should say. Um, like I've gotten, I've dabbled a little bit in Spanish and I've been trying Japanese since, oh my gosh, like 2013. I've been trying to like do it. And each time I, I go back to it, it's a little easier because it's like my mind's already kind of like, well, it's kind of like working out, right? Primed for it. Yeah. It's you exactly, like it's a growth. lot like working out where it's, um, muscle memory where your mind is also <laughs> a memory, right? right? So it kind of still remembers. So it's easier to learn the second time, uh, because you've already almost created these like mnemonics and things like that to help you remember um like characters and things like that and you've already done your little tricks um and you already figured them those out or at least some of them right until i go about beyond what i've already done but uh it's been going pretty well i've blocked out two hours a day that's the first thing i do i wake up and i go to panera and uh study there then i go to uh the gym and work out for two hours there and then i go to work so it's like you know, structure. It's good. It keeps me honest. That is That's very what I cool. like about it. Yeah. So you've got your own class going, essentially. Yes. And I'm teaching myself. <laughs> well, that, so. you know, I, I think that's the best advice I got once from a teacher when I was younger, which is I'm not the teacher you are. I'm just giving you the information you need to teach yourself. Yes. Okay. Because really, that's who teaches you is you. If you think right. About yeah. Because you have to re word these things anyways to for your mind to understand it because like usually when i don't know i don't know about you but when something's explained to me it's not enough for their explanation like i have to reword it in my head in my own words like how would i describe this whatever function this this subject yeah no that is that's a good point like i i struggle with that too like i'm very much i have to learn through doing Mm -hmm. like I, i comprehend just fine but there's always a difference between what the def- what the directions say and what it means to actually do something, if that makes sense. 
Right. No, it's like when uh, a lot likely when we were riding, learning to ride, hmm. um, it didn't click until it clicked. Right? right. Like you were told what a half hold is, and but until you really did it and felt what the reaction was, like oh, that's what he means by just the fingers. You know, it's like there's like little things like that. Yeah. And it's the same thing with learning a language or learning any any subject. It's like you had to almost you had to understand the information in your own way in order for the information to really mean anything to you. Yeah. No, I agree. And then once it does, then it's just, it's amazing how the brain can do that. Once you understand something, you just apply it. You yeah, can, it's like there's can, no work you in your... You think about it and understand it. Yeah, there's no work in your mind to recall that information. No working it's it just, out, yeah. It's just, it's there. It's like automatic. Yeah, I agree. Like, that's, that's cool. That's the most satisfying um, like feeling of learning is, is the automaticness once you understand it because like just trying to learn like um right now i just finished hiragana today like i finally i have the whole alphabet uh memorized um and how to write just hiragana Kat, uh katakana yeah it's gonna be next which is what they use for like the alphabet they use for foreign words um because they have a lot of loan words what was i going with that oh understanding right yeah so um the beginning of the alphabet, like the first, like, you know, like three columns or so since I've been doing this over the course of like, you know, it's already been like a month now. Um, I'm doing this and like the first like half of the alphabet comes automatically to me. Like I'm just like writing it out like freehanded. And then like when I get to like, like, you know, the, the rari, ru, re, ro, it's like, it's like, okay, what is, what are R's again? Like, how do I figure this like one out? It's like, how are you teaching yourself? Are you going on just YouTube or? Yeah. You... So I'm using like, I'm using a bunch of different sites right now. So, uh, I use smile Nihongo Japan, which is, um, this girl, she's like a, you know, she's a, an entrepreneur. She teaches these courses on her own. And she has like some free classes, which is where I'm learning the the hiragana right now. But she also has paid classes where she teaches you. Okay, now you know the alphabet. How do we use the alphabet? And like, cause like, there's like different ways to combine uh, characters to to create a different kind of sound. Like, uh, you can combine like a y u uh, to create like or y u e to be like ye. So you have the like the y sound to it. So you beginning. have to like completely retrain your brain. You can't just be like, okay, this is how I say it in English, and now I'm going to compare it to Japanese. You right? No, develop you develop a whole you, new set of sounds and understanding. And not just that, but like the uh, the sentence structure is like Yoda speaks. So trying to like think in like a different way is kind of difficult when you're trying to create a sentence. But once you know what the words are, the words flow together in a particular way like it will sound weird to you if you say them out of order mm. and even even as an unexperienced because i forget who i was listening to uh i think his his website's called fluent you and he was talking about how vocabulary is way more difficult than grammar like v memorizing just words like that is so much more harder which you do need to do you need a large vocabulary to speak a language but the grammar you can kind of pick up just by listening to it so after hearing it so many times your brain you know it's a pattern recognition software pretty much it, it recognizes that the pattern of speech so it, it, it finds that easier to uh, replicate if you had to think of a sentence like if I said um, hello and good morning to you 
and you had to say it back in Japanese. If you summon that on your own, would you have to say it first in English in your mind? Right now, And then yeah. find the words to... Yeah, okay, that's, yeah, that's how I know I'm not good at it. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. It's because, like, like any time I had... not good at English, and they were born with English. <laughs> any time... <laughs> it's always my favorite. It's like, you're failing English. You speak English. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. It's one of my favorite, like, sitcom I, jokes. Well, yeah, my, my relatives used to say that to me. Really? I, well, I had bad grades all through school. And it wasn't for a lack of understanding. It was a lack for a lack of doing. I just couldn't stand homework, right? I, I hated the idea that, you know, you would bring homework with you um, that you didn't want to do. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you, like, already understood and comprehended, right? Mm-hmm. So I had a lot of trouble, I guess, with authority in that sense. But, yeah, no, that I heard that all the time. Are you kidding? Growing up, because I had a lot of European well, relatives. They say that English is, like, one of the most difficult languages oh, it's to so learn, silly. even as, like, a native speaker. It's just a difficult language. Dude, at Gallagher, the comedian who passed away this uh, last year, when he was one of my all-time favorite comedians. And he, he, early on in his career, did a great skit that I believe was on Johnny Carson, where he demonstrated just how silly the English the English language is. See, I haven't even there. I almost said English. <laughs> That's me though. But he, you know, like he would say, for example, he'd be like, you know, okay, T O M E tome, right? H A, uh, you know, and then you go to like uh, uh, T O M B tomb tome. Like they're so similar. Home and home and some are spelled almost the same, right? H O M E and S O M E. Mm. But it's some and home. It's not hum. And some, <laughs> or home and some, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's so many words that do that in the English language, and you have to memorize that extra little bit just for that particular word or comparison, right? Like, do and go. He made that joke as well. He's like, he's like, these aren't like two words at the end of the language that we don't use. This is do and go, and they don't sound the same. The, so. One of the things that I find uh, that makes it so difficult is that it is kind of like four languages competing to be one language. That, that's true. Because yeah. you, ha- you have influences, a lot of influences from French, um, Old Norse, uh, you got some German in there, and you also have Anglo in there as well, which is just like, so it's just, you have all these different... Well, you got Latin, you've got, yeah, yeah, I mean, it, which is the core of a lot of language, I guess, in Europe is Latin, but... But like, it, it's just, it makes it so much more difficult because like they all have their own spelling um in writing system right like like who would ever put a g in front of an n to 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 put like no or um like gnome or things like yeah. that or null it's like, why is there like a that. g in front of that like but that's because of french you know it's like i, was gonna say I, the french, don't, yeah. I don't know what they how they pronounce that but that's the reason i feel like a third of the letters in every french word are unnecessary they're there, like, for vanity. I never understood that. Like, like some don't you think, like, some languages are about, like, how they look? I mean, all languages yeah. technically is about how it looks, right? Like, um, as far as, like, writing and font. Um, but, man, really, French is just, like, it's almost like trying to be artwork, right? There's just so much extra character for a lack of sound or to build to, to build a lack of sound, if that makes sense, right? It's like going an extra mile just to define the mile. I don't know if that makes any sense as an analogy, but that's how it works in my brain, Mm. at least. Well, that's really cool, man. You know, that kind of inspires me. I feel like maybe I should learn Japanese just so that we can have... That'd be so fun. Yeah. I need someone to talk to. Someone to talk to in Japanese. (laughs) That way I can... And then we can make it, like, when we get to a certain point, we can make it a rule where if I call you or whenever we greet each other, it's always in Japanese. Mm, mm. And we have to spend the first few minutes speaking only in Japanese. 
Yeah, I mean, I got I got all these resources. So. All right, so you set me up, and I'll start learning. All right, right. down. I'm and you're down. doing it what every day? Uh, every day, but Saturday, Sunday, I haven't done because um, those are like review days okay. because my work starts so early. So for two hours so. every day, you're working on just that. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So I have uh, well, all right. I have an audio that I listen to, which is a half hour long, and then the rest of it is uh, writing practice. So you can you send me a curriculum? professor i guess yeah and i'll just kind of tell you yeah, I'll, I, I'll, I'll write i'll write you a syllabus that sounds fun there's I no there's this. no tests so well we should there should that. be eventually <laughs> <laughs> yeah now, well we won't be writing we'll just be taking them there, there's official it. tests that you can take yeah that you tell you how fluent you are and i think you can get certain um i don't know about certificates but they they allow you they, they show that you can do this amount of work for like Japan, right? I think so, that would be fun, dude. That's so really exciting. Like, there's like NP one, and then like it goes up to five. I think. Okay. So there's like so there's levels. things to test. Okay, so there's all yeah. kinds of tests. All right, cool. Look, yeah, I'm gonna do that. This sounds like a blast. Yeah, I'm start learning some fucking Japanese. <laughs> um, and then maybe because we used to have some Japanese listeners to Audio Pong before the days of this wonderful, crystal clear YouTube audio <laughs> that we're bringing to you right now. But um, yeah, right on, dude. So that, that's a great. You know, I'm with you. I hate, I don't know. You know why I don't like the concept of New Year's resolutions? Because mm. almost, it, it really just in, in the way it sounds and in, in, in its definition, it sounds temporary. Yeah, it's like you're waiting for the year to start so you cannot be lazy. That's that's again. what I don't like about it is that you're you're waiting for the universe right to tell you that now it's the time to do it. It's yeah. like, mm, no. Why it's give like, yourself a start time? Just start. Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. It's like I, I there are things in my life that I want to change and I'll give myself um maybe like a week to prepare for that change because like, you know, if I if I want to go on a new diet, right? Well, I got I want to get all that food out of my fridge that's, you know, not a part right. of that, right? If I want to start a new regimen, it's like, well, okay, I need to kind of like like a workout regimen. I want to I want to I want to ease my way into it almost because it's like because I don't know, I I have a really bad problem about going stupid hard on something, and then reeling yeah. it back. But yeah. the problem with that is sometimes when you go too hard, too quick, uh, you just stop. You just get you just you just like oh it's well, overwhelming, you can cause right? Into your and burnout. You, you, or, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like it's it's like <laughs> I don't know. No discipline, dude. That's one thing that's great about Eastern cultures in general, like you know, like Japan and China and mm-hmm. all those places, is there. You like Alan Watts put it so good. Is the discipline in the West is considered like a negative term, where where all it really means is to to train, to, mm-hmm. to do to study something, and that's a positive thing, and that's how I've always looked at it as well. And yeah, no, there's 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 a patience that we need to develop. You know, that's one thing we need to bring back in this this failing society is patience, man. You know? Yes. Oh, I I have the worst problem with patience even as a kid yeah and i think it only got worse <laughs> it gets like, worse because yeah. like the way that technology went you know it's like everything's on demand and everything's go like here you like you ask for something and then you get it but you notice too like I, I don't know if you notice it but for me it feels like i start a lot of things and i don't mean when i when i say start a lot of things i mean just start thinking about a lot of things and i never finish the thought it's kind of like if i'm jumping around reels mm. or videos or tiktoks or something it's like i'm just constantly starting things and a lot of things that are shown to me are presented that way as well. Like it's not like a full story, not in the real sense. It's a it's a quick story. It's it's you know it's an really? impatient thing. Like everything's so I don't know. So I have like the opposite because like I go through a bunch of garbage on my phone too, 
And do you find yourself skipping in videos, like a YouTube video, stuff, shit like that? I mean, YouTube videos, I don't, usually, I don't usually skip. Unless, yeah. if, if I if I clicked on it, it's probably because it was in my feed, and it's probably in my feed because it's a channel, it's a channel that I, I watch, and I watch all their stuff. So yeah. I usually, and there's very few that I uh, that I'll like, oh, this isn't what I thought it was, and then I'll continue, then I'll skip, and then... But other than that, if I start something just because it starts slow, I'm gonna finish it because it's like I already invested this time. I'm, you know, I might as well finish it out. Man, we might be two, two random Midwest surfers speaking Japanese for no reason. That's, that's, <laughs> Midwest that's so surfers. exciting. Yeah, well, I went tripping recently, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I won't go into too much detail. I don't want to incriminate myself, but basically, we we got you know really high, and uh, that was a term we came up with for like the midwest like because that is like a thing like you know the because i'm i kind of grew up with that like the, like saying dude all the time and oh brother yeah and, yeah you know righteous and all that stuff and like that's all like west coast kind of terminology yeah. that just like f- like spread east somehow, during the yeah, 90s somehow got over here and i guess the 80s too for that matter so i grew up with that stuff so that's why i called when we were tripping i'm like we're just a bunch of midwest surfers we're just like surfers without surfboards you know <laughs> So, yeah, I get it. Yeah, beach bums kind of thing, but that's pretty much what beach bums are, right? I They're guess. surfers without the board. <laughs> I guess I don't know. Beach bums so, is kind of a large we, term, we, like you but mean we, a could, lot. we could be like forest bums. Forest bums, yeah, those like, are a real thing, by the way. Yeah, I know. <laughs> there's a there's a there's a trail in my that's hometown something. called Hobo because in the 30s, a hobo was lived at that trail, dude. Yeah, <laughs> because you, it was right next to the train. Going to any forest preserve and talk to like the, like the, what we gonna call them, the rangers or whatever. Yeah. They're not, I mean, because we don't have, like, a lot of dangerous wildlife here in Illinois. Mm. So, they're most, other than humans. So, that's mainly what they're trying to, like, look out for is people, right. like, you know, setting up a shantytown or camping, uh, you know, that, you know, shouldn't be, because, like, certain areas you just can't camp in. But, yeah, anyway. Right. Yeah, so. you need, like, you know, a proper camping grounds. You can't just camp in the yeah. middle of nowhere for some reason, which is really weird to me. I never got that, why you can't just camp in the forest. Like, what's... That's Probably the for the deal. same reason you don't really own property when you buy it, unless you're rich. But even then, yeah, unless you're rich. Like, if you buy a house mm-hmm. with a lot, right? you don't really own it, even though technically you're supposed to, right? That always bugged me. Why? Because you're taxed on it? Yeah, I mean, what happens if you don't... If, what happens if you stop paying your tax, you let your taxes... Well, I mean... You uh, lose it, right? Yeah. Well, if they have the power to take it away, then you don't own it. Mm. <laughs> That's the way I look at it. Like to me, the meaning of ownership means I fucking own it. Like you can't come here if I don't want you to. Right. You don't. And have... you can't do anything about it, or it's my land. Well, that's what really frustrated me as a kid was thinking that America was the land of the free. Right. And yeah. then I grew up, and I realized it's not as free as you think. You can't yell fire in a crowded room. You know. You can... <laughs> I mean, you can. No, you get in trouble what, what for it. it. You yeah, really... with that, it's consequence. That isn't free, right? You can do that. No, but it's against the law. Is my point. But you can still do it. That I was yes. That was, you can do it fine, in China too. Well, that's the fine. That's the fine line, right? That's the that's the fine. What do you call that? The uh, um, the you know the, the legal so, agreement that you didn't realize you were, you signed off on <laughs> when I was born. When you were born, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I get it. You know, you know, your freedom should only go as far as it until it affects someone else. I mean, that that that's reasonable, I guess. But it's still frustrating. I should be able to get high on whatever substance I want. I mean, I don't, but I should yeah. be able to legally. Yeah. Like that shouldn't be a choice that's taken away from me. Is my my gripe? 
Yeah, no, I, and I'm and I'm with you. We talked about that before when we did the um, the drug you drug users, users Bible. Bible. Yeah. yeah, that was a really interesting read. I got to say, you know what I'm reading right now that I'm really really enjoying, and actually I would love for us to do a podcast on it mm. is um, Empire of the Sun and Moon, and it's about the late I'd say what mid to late 1800s Comanche Empire that existed that really. It's amazing to me. There's so much history that I learned outside of school. I feel like almost every bit of history I learned in public schooling was just straight bullshit. Yeah, and, yeah. And the more I learn, the more I feel that way. Because some of it's just simplified, right? So that you can yeah. get through the subject and you can take your test and you can prove that you did this. Like, that that's part of it. Then others of it is just wrong information as yeah. well. Like, like, the teacher may not even know is wrong, you know? Well, that's crazy too, right? Yeah, it's like... You know, some of the teachers I had, they literally went from school into school. Yeah. So you went from the books you your teachers taught you to learn the curriculum for those books so that you could teach it to new children. Mm. I don't know. I, I don't like that system. That What did you learn in, in the interim at growing up? Well, I guess what, what I don't... your life experience? What I wouldn't like about that as a professional is that it, it limits your scope. Yeah, so, I'm getting it, yeah. Like... Like I feel, I find this in any field. Really, you should you should explore all adjacent fields as well. Like if you're um, if you're an artist, right? Because that's kind of like where this idea comes from. Is that you need to expose yourself to multiple different kinds of stimulus so that you can bring that in back to your art and yeah, and then express it absolutely. in whatever way that you would like to. But I find that with knowledge is important as well. Like if you if you're, um a geometrist right like you you study shapes and math and things like that you should also be looking at like sacred geometry because it's it's an idea that people have had in the past and you should know about uh platonic solids and things like that and maybe in even the philosophy of these shapes and why it's important and why is a circle the strongest structure in nature like the, these are things that you know you need to know so that you can better understand and articulate whatever information you're trying to deliver no i agree and i mean i really think that part of i think part of the buckling we feel in in uh, society right now and by that i just mean like what's fed to us through our media you know i mean i think you can still go out into the world and realize that how the world operates and the way people think and act is just straight up different from what you will be fed if all you have is social media for you know regular legacy media for example but that being said there is a buckling going on i think part of it is because of how our education has worked for the last what 60 years you know in the in, in the sense that it's designed to just create laborers you know yeah. to anesthetize us and to make us and to help us hate each other which is kind of fucked up when you think about it i mean that's the most fucked up thing is that um separation and segregation is sort of taught to us on purpose and it makes us better consumers, I think, too, which is also mm. twice yeah, well, as yeah, if you, if you divided yourself into camps and then you buy for your camp, right? Ex well, that's what oh, we exactly. do. Yeah, definitely. You I know? mean, you're influenced I mean, by the things you buy, but by who you work with, play with, live with, where you live, and all those sorts of well, things. Well, even the idea of brand loyalty, right? Like brand only buying, buying sure, yeah. Nikes because it puts you in a certain status position and it, and it locksteps you with your the rest of your group. Right. You know, so it's like, 
Yeah, no, it's frustrating for sure. I think that that's why you need to, as a person, ex- expand your your realm of knowledge uh, yes. in, into other you know things, so that you can just at least be a more interesting person with ideas. You no, know? I agree. <laughs> I often say the thinking man suffers, but I I would add that the suffering is worth it. You know, it it does it does. Yeah, I wouldn't want it. I wouldn't want it more. But the, the the ignorance is worse. To yeah. know, you know, what's worse is to know I was ignorant. Willfully or not, <laughs> the, the smarter I get, or whatever you want to call it, dude, I get so mad. You know, oh, if I ever, looking back, I've oh. had I've had things happen where it's like I find out something that was so stupid, simple, and it was just like made perfect sense. And it's like, why didn't I think about this like ten years ago? Like, where, like this would have been so much more useful then. It's like it's so frustrating when it's just like, oh that's how it works <laughs> but it's also like it's like a relief too because it's like that itch in the in your head it's like i knew something wasn't right here <laughs> yeah yeah it, it sort of justifies your uh your inclination or your intuition yeah which is a nice feeling but it's like oh, well i could have used that intelligence then like I, you know what i mean like you were saying i'm always late to the game when it comes to like learning about the world and how to like better myself yeah is there um, anything that you wish you were told earlier in life? Oh God! That you, you could give that's an example. A long fucking list. I mean, uh, give um, give your number one. That either you found out on your own, or someone else told you later in life that would have been well, something that I'm struggling still to this day with. That I wish I had some kind of education, proper education on, is uh, managing money. Oh my God! How to save I, I money? How to say that. that's so money? Weird. How to um how to look at money in a different mm-hmm. way. Like mm-hmm. I'm only just starting to look at money in a way that I felt I should have known 20 years ago. Here, let me, and I'll explain what I mean. I've always looked at money as the gain of money to be strictly through like a nine to five job. I never thought outside that box. Right. Right. Like that's, that's how you make money. You go, you mm-hmm. find a job and mm-hmm. you do it. Yes. That is definitely a way that you make money, but, but, I think when in you that were term, ex- make think, money, but in yeah. that term, make money, what it really means is making money for someone else. You're making money for who you're working yeah. for, not yeah. really for yourself. You're surviving for yourself, but you're not making money. And that's that's a that's a concept that I'm trying to mm. embed now in myself. Spe- I, speaking know. of expanding your knowledge, I just watched a video on Ted about. Um, how people see money in different ways. Like there's people that worship money. There's people that are fearful of money. There's people who are, um, like, like, uh, distrusting of money and things like that. So like, it's really cool to like, you know, just kind of see different that people do see money in different ways. Oh, I I mean, that's something I struggle with is spending money. Like it's like, I'm, I have such a fear of like, I'm going to be destitute. Right. And just out on my own and and there's not going to be a roof over my head and i'm not going to have food it's just like because like growing up i mean it's not that it was a real struggle like i never went hungry and i never had to worry about going um without like a roof over my head but it was always like in the back of my head being told like hey we can't go do this because we're poor you know because we don't we don't have the money for it like that's why it's not because i don't love you or anything it's just we just don't we don't have the money for it and as a kid i understood that i'm like all right i just don't ask for things and i'll I'll get my presents on my birthday and christmas like that's totally fine as a kid but like as an adult i'm like that means i can't spend any money on anything that's fun it's only food and shelter that's all i get to spend money on and now i have you know i do have money because of that which is nice but it's also like very anxiety ridden whenever I had to spend a large amount of money. Like when I, you know, bought my car a couple of years ago, I, you know, I had to put 2000 down. Luckily I, I had the money to do it, but it was still like, I felt sick for like almost a, like 
I was, I was like half a week. It was a long time. I was just like even, guilt. Even I was guilt ridden. Even it though was it was weird. a necessity. Even though it's what I needed because it was so much money. I'm like I'm not I'm not gonna be able to do this. I'm not gonna be able to do that. I'm not gonna be able to like you know pay for the bills or whatever. I mean I was, but my brain just freaks out about it. Do you do you find yourself worrying that you can't do things you you already are doing? In other words, that, like that I already am doing. No, that you aren't. So for example, like. If you spend money and then your brain might say, well, if you spend this money, then uh, you can't go to the club tonight, right? Just for an example. But then you you don't go to the club anyway. Like, do you have that experience where like... No, it's more about like the the worry of the future of what it may hold, you know? It's like... It, okay, that's exactly what I'm talking about. But, so you worry about not having money for things you want to do that you aren't already doing anyway. Things that I will need to do like a bill or um you know uh a car repair or things like that and i still feel bad when i spend okay. money on that thing though even though it's what that i the reason i saved it you know <laughs> interesting yeah see i <clears throat> i don't have i don't really have regret i don't very rarely have i felt that sort of angst or regret for spending money on things i know i need yeah. so like i never feel guilty about you know buying expensive food for example i i, I that recently that's like changed for me the food aspect at least because it's like this is the only I'm thing i'm upset I, it is expensive but i yes. don't i realize that that's just that's the ticket for life whatever I exactly to do yeah that. i'm not gonna go out and hunt you know a deer <laughs> yeah. in some illinois forest and then you know clean it skin it you know prepare it that's so it, much time that's the real problem well i don't know i don't know how to do that i mean i suppose i would yeah you could learn yeah, I could learn, yeah. but I'm just saying, like, I I don't know how it's, to do it's, those but, things. But it's the time investment that, that you don't have. People wonder about that, too. It's like, if you really, but speaking on time, if you reorganized your life in time to try and live that way, I feel like it wouldn't be impossible because you couldn't or wouldn't do it, or rather that you wouldn't do it, but that because you couldn't do it. I feel like there's all these laws that stop us from mm. living sort of an old school life, like just a self-sustaining life where we don't... Um, we don't need you, you meaning the fucking corporations, right? Because they're in fucking everything now. They, 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 they really want us to need them as much as possible, you know, for everything, for your heat, your electricity, your water, your food, your, your comforts, your entertainment. Like those are all, all those things we could do on our own, but we don't. We feel, I feel at least, like anesthetized and, and sort of, I don't know, enslaved by it, you know. And that, it's really the older I get, the more that bothers me, man. That really bothers me. You know, I feel like if I had just a slightly different upbringing or, well, a, a much different upbringing and a different education growing up, you know, how to proper, like how to take care of myself and how to want to do things completely for myself. And but I mean, like do things for my, yeah, I don't, I don't mean like get your own apart. Like that's our definition of self-sufficient right now. I was like, you know, get your own place to live, afford your own place to live. Okay, mm-hmm. with or without help of a partner, not family. That's taboo. If family helps you out, then it's it's considered a crutch. You're you're leaning on, right? But yeah. if you're but if it's a stranger that you fuck, then it's it's okay. <laughs> then you're self sufficient. But you know, get your own place, have your own job, take care of your finances, all that. That's considered self sufficient. That isn't self sufficient in my eyes. Like no. self sufficient would me be going after those resources myself and earning them directly. That's right. self-sufficient. I'm living right. off the land. Now, that's a very dreamy thing to say. I realize that. It's a, it's a fantasy because we don't live in that world. But we don't out of choice, right, or, or block, like laws and other things that stop us from 
just living on the land. Well, I think that being, there's there's got to be wild. some states where it's more um, acceptable. Sure it's like Wyoming and shit. Yeah, like exactly. Because I feel like there was a resurgence, uh, I should say, like within the last five, ten years to go out into the wild and become self-sufficient and sustainable uh, living off the land and things like that. And Because, like, you see all these uh, documentaries, like, on um, on History Channel about it, about people that just kind of like quit their job and you know learned a new learn learn some people just quit their job and move out into the middle of nowhere and just do it and rely on like the community around them to help teach them which is a way to do it but like i wouldn't feel like especially that first winter like like there's no way you're prepared for that like without having some kind of um some kind of learned something like you need you need to learn what food plants plants alone what foods you can eat and what you can use as medicinal because there's a lot of plant out there that is can be used for healing i mean just like look at uh weeping willows right they that's a uh they use that to make aspirin so i mean if you can learn how to use the bark of a a weeping little to create your own aspirin you know a minor minor painkiller like that would be that would be so useful for you and you're gonna need that kind of stuff medicines and food and, and like and clean water and a place to you know do your business as well like that's a lot of work and and it's, i think it takes some kind of foreknowledge before going into it well one thing i think about too is right now we spend our days doing jobs right right to live yes i hate it <laughs> if we spent that time instead for ourselves doing the things you were just talking about Mm -hmm. would we be more happy with ourselves i suspect that we would and i you know what you know what tips me off on that is not just the philosophy of it but when we watch movies for example right Mm -hmm. or tv shows don't you think it's a little weird that most of the time let's say at least half of the time we are watching human life, like ancient human life, right? We're watching like medieval things mm-hmm. or things from pa- things from the past or even modern life. And mostly it's like things from the past that we're interested in. But we're yeah. literally just watching humans, how they used to live when they were human. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because we live in such a... I don't think we're any less human now because we're, we're we in are. a bubble i think we are i think we're i think i think we're less, less animalistic i'll give you that i think we're but less i don't human. think that's what makes you human is your animal i think is it your, is i is think your, your instincts because we are animals i think i think the 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 what would you call the the disillusion that we the the, the, the industrial yeah. age that we live in i think has ruined our um, our instincts and I think our happiness because I mean when's the last time you read a story about a a really depressed woodsman who killed himself I mean you hear about you know like Wendigos and those are like people that you know no 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 no, no, no. what do you mean no no, no I no, mean no, no. a real person that is a real person there it, it's a disease that you can could catch right like it was it was a superstition but it was it was a Wendigo uh I forget what the the, ter- the actual scientific terminology was, but it's pretty much where you go crazy, pretty from lack of food and isolation, and you you eat your your fellow man and kill your family and and maybe yourself too sometimes. Like those are documented cases of like pioneers and stuff like that. Like this wasn't just like a, a Native American like uh, phenomenon. Mm-hmm. It was happening to to uh, you know settlers as well. That's what they actually called it. 
Yeah, yeah. There was like if it's like window window something of a you know, there's like a Latinized name to well, it. Well then I chose the absolute wrong thing as an example of <laughs> what I was trying to <laughs> no, say. No, but I know That's what really you really interesting. I didn't know. I know that. what you mean though by um people are seems to be more tra- uh, tranquil, right? Like if you have a little more harder in life, your brain doesn't create problems where there really isn't a problem or make that smaller problems. problem a bigger problem. Yes, because you're worrying about something that is more immediate and present. Right. Like like literally survival, you know? Like I think that, that that's that's where this weird balance needs to come in. It's like how do we achieve peace and comfortability at the same level? Like where does where is that? Because I, I don't want to give up all the amenities I get from society. Right. I like electricity. I like running water. I like, you know, an indoor restroom, you know, everything that food at my at my fingertips. I can I can get whatever I want almost whenever, you know, I mean, stores do close for some silly reason. Everything should be 24, in my opinion. It was before the pandemic. I know. Not even Walmart's <laughs> open past 12. I'm like, yeah. What is happening? Um, But but like you were saying, like you really don't hear about. Um, you know, people going crazy in the middle of the woods. Like, that's not something well, I that guess you the, well, would what hear I, about in the past. Yeah, maybe. So what much. I meant, because you made a good point. It was it was pretty irresponsible, I think, analogy that I was making. But I guess what I'm saying is that in my head, it seems that the further back in time you go, the more difficult life was. But it also seems like people were just happier. Because that's another thing about, like, in, in, in like public school history class, they, they can try to convey is that modern man has got it all right. Man, he's so smart. All mm. these technological advances have really improved life. Humans are just smarter. We're so superior to ancient man. Like, it's not, a jo- it's not even a joke. Like, even going back 100 years, wow, look at the Wild West. Look what they were doing, all that craziness and murder. It's like, that's just a picture, though, that they paint for us. You know what I mean? Like, it is true like those things exist but man i just don't i guess i just inherently don't agree that that is the fundamental truth of of our modern world that we are just so much better off than we used to be i think i really think what technology and civilization does for uh, us just just gives us a different way to live it doesn't really make it better i think it makes it better just because your quality of life is is better by the um the comfortability like you have a bed right your your health is better you just by um you live longer and and healthier too into those older ages so well that's i think we do have it better than we did before just because of medical technology and agriculture at least in america where we are you know i mean in 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 our circumstances i mean yes there are people struggling well there you make a good point there's plenty of people i'm sure that would instantly change trade places with me or us, yeah. If given the opportunity, I mean, think about think about. I don't it. want to sound ungrateful for like what I, for the life I do have. An ancient civilization's king doesn't live as well as you do. Like, yeah, maybe you don't have women on tap, but you got everything else. <laughs> hmm. Like you know. got air conditioning. Right you got air yeah, conditioning. See, that, you that, got. That doesn't, mm. You got food. I mean, they did too, but they, you have um, entertainment whenever you want it. You're right. You don't have to like call your minstrel or anything. Yeah, but I don't have slaves. I don't control a country. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have those things. Zach. Yeah, but that hey, that's just responsibility that you don't need. Well, that's what it means to be to have powers to be responsible. It's like um, one thing I used to say to like 
D&D reference, right? Because there's players ask me, like, in Dark Sun, well, why, um, you know, what did, why did the world, why did, the, why did all these evil sorcerers take over the world and then keep it the way it is? Or, or rather, why do they struggle to have their kingdoms? It's like, well, it's like it doesn't matter if you're evil or good. When you take over the world, you realize now you have to manage it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's Period. A, it's a difficult task, it's that's a, for it's sure. It's not, yeah. Especially when you have conflicting uh, groups, right, Like that you, you control. Yeah. It's like, how do you get them to work together? No, but I guess going this, all of this in my, all this we're talking about right now go comes back to the idea of like how education of the citizen of the person, the common man, I think is, is changing. I think it's changing in a good way, or at least it will be a, a good thing because as much as the, as much as like, you know, the world economic forum and all these globalists try to make us one planet, one people, we bristle at it, and for good reason. I, you know, we don't want to be the same for healthy reasons, for fun reasons, for moral reasons, right? And by that, I mean, we don't want to be the same because we want to share what's different about us. I think that's the underlying thing that gets never spoken about. Like that's why, like guys like Martin Luther King, who just you know had his, uh, we just had Martin Luther King Day here in, in the states. Um, he is he is, he was and still is a hero for me in the sense that what I loved about his message that it was it was about brotherhood. It wasn't about black power. It wasn't you know you right. know Black Lives Matter bullshit. It was about brotherhood, about unity. Mm-hmm. It's about the fact that we want to share what's different about us, and we can we can enjoy we can we can find love and peace within that. That's that's the message that matters to me. I don't want us all to be the same. That's disgusting right. because first of all we aren't all the same, and to pretend that we are just underneath the skin identical that's ridiculous that's so ridiculous i mean don't you think like there's so many things that are different about us uh at people in life i mean right hell just where you come from in the world makes you an entirely different person mm-hmm. to when you meet strange like you know if you're from from australia to america as as similar as they are or even america to canada like there's a reason why you can you can detect a Canadian or you can detect an American. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, there's cultural aspects that they bring with them. And I think those are, those are fun. No, for sure. Amazing things. Yeah. And I don't want to see them destroyed. How, 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 how would you destroy that though? I mean, you can't really homogenize everyone. Well, that's what's happened. I mean, that's the effort in place, right? That's what the whole like great reset is about. And, you know, super villains like Charles Schwab and Bill Gates who want to, turn all our food into basically synthetic garbage it makes us sick because they have no way of knowing yeah i mean the idea of synthetic food is not a bad idea but like no it's you don't, a terrible idea why why is that terrible oh, it's absolutely if you, if you could make your own food instead of having idea. to cre- like have cattle farms that create more methane food. i want to grow food i want i want i came out of the earth i want things from the earth i don't want things synthesized you know, it only works in in a fantasy, like in the Jetsons. Or- ah, yeah, I, I can agree with that. I mean, like I said, it's a good idea. I think the idea is noble, but I don't think it, it plays out well. I think the idea is based on control. It's based on power. It's based on one more thing for the elites to monopolize on. You know, they want to get rid of they want to get rid of uh, traditional farming. They want to turn it into something completely unhealthy and gross. In my opinion, I mean, we already. We already genetically destroyed, in my opinion, or, or changed, let's say mutated, all the different fruits and vegetables that we eat. And not just in this country, but around the world, you know? And because of... Yeah, but we've been doing that since the, the dawn of agriculture. I know we have. I'm just saying that it, it hasn't it hasn't produced a, a better outcome. 
You know what I mean? Like I'd rather have I'd rather have an original orange, <laughs> or I'd rather have. I remember even watermelons, dude. Water when I was a kid in the eighties, watermelons, man, they were they weren't as crisp or a little sloppy. They had lots of seeds, mm-hmm. but they tasted. Dude, oh my god, they had such a unique taste and they were so sweet. They were absolutely delicious. Now when I go to buy a watermelon, the damn thing is gigantic. And when you cut it open, it's got seams and holes where it ripped and it's growing because it grew too fast. <laughs> and it doesn't even have normal seeds. It has like white seeds. It doesn't have black seeds. Right. So it's like what the hell am I eating? And it tastes so bland and so gray and it's just watery. It's you know what I'm saying? Like we did that. That's not natural. Why did we do that? Because it it made money for someone to sell bigger yeah. watermelons more often. So it's not about like that's what's bizarre to me too is these people that that own our world that control it. What do they do that's interesting with that money? They just do it for more money and more power. It's like for what? What <laughs> yeah. is the end game here, man? You know how come when you why is the mentality that when rich people spend money it is only to make more why can't they just spend it I just want to see it spent that's actually that's why I really like Arabs because Arab princes are like that mm. I think the most dope I bet you the most dope person to be in the entourage of is some like young Arab prince some Saudi prince right <laughs> his his dad's a billionaire and he just spends that money on whatever the hell he can think of. Like that to me is almost like art. Like, what are we gonna do today? Well, I want my I want my favorite tiger to experience skydiving. Hell yes, <laughs> let's do that. It's gonna cost one point two million dollars, and it's a Saturday. Video. Yeah, I'd watch that. That's I'd just kind of. I mean, like that's just a simple example. But think about what they could be like. What I if feel Bill like Gates, I feel sorry, like we do ahead. have some people that are like that. Like Mr. Beast, right? He does. Yes. do He he the most of the money especially now that he gets from sponsors and stuff goes back into his videos to create insane like circumstances that are just huge and, and unrealistic and mo- for most creators even like hollywood directors and people like that's that that's what like, i want to see more of like, and, and that I agree. is insane and then there really you got like, like uh, elon musk as well yes kind of like yes thank he's, god he's out like there just like he seems like such a regular dude. I mean, he's a weird dude, but he seems like such like just like down to earth kind of person. Is what I mean, I guess. I think, you know, my theory for people like Elon Musk, and there's not many like him. In fact, I can't compare him to anyone other than maybe like someone from the who died from you know, the like past. Tesla, maybe like Tesla, almost. Yeah, <laughs> but it, but in a good way. In a good way, yeah. I think, um, I think being a, being human, being just a person for them is sort of like you doing your Japanese. Like, all right, for several hours out of this day between this meeting and that meeting, I'm going to be human. I have to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I have to like partition my thinking because it just constantly that level, architecting. Yeah. yeah. Like constantly constructing ideas has got to be tiring. It's just gotta be, it's probably super exciting, but it's well, when you look tiring. at high functioning people, they do have, uh, time blocked out for relaxation in a sense a sen- yeah. uh, a, a point where you can like come back to yourself and you can actually do something that you enjoy that's not work right you need you need not work sometimes you know just to um, keep yourself level-headed what would you so if 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 the future let's say the world had its own new year's resolution mm. but for the next 100 years okay what is your hope what how do you how do you hope society will redesign itself in order to, for humans to survive in a moral not just moral but a positive way like a way that will bring better joy and less anguish and stress and suffering to as many people as pop as possible I guess it's not, it's more of a theme, right? The theme would be cultivation of the self, 
And that's where you really pay attention to what you're doing and improving your life, right? So that you can learn more, like just straight knowledge, like study something, you know, uh, create something, do something artistic and do something physical. Like those would be my, like my three tenants, I guess I would, I would advise the people of the world. People need time for that. Right. So what the world would have to change significantly in terms of like how we operate our labor. So yeah, that's another thing. Is that robots? Uh, Is that really going to help us out? I mean, do you really think, I really don't think that when we get an army of robots taking over most of the jobs in society, that the people who own those robots are just going to be like, Oh, here, go live in this giant house and, and do your artsy shit. And you know, have this wonderful life on me. That's what bothers me, I think, the most, is that people with that power and money don't try to develop a better life for people that way. And really don't focus on a new type of education. You know what I mean? Like, why don't we have a sort of a split education society where people who do want to do um, certain types of labor are encouraged to do it? Like, you know, some people enjoy their labor's jobs, like being a farmer or, you know, uh, being a miller or being tech, a woodworker techn- or a carpenter. Yeah. yeah, technician, engineer. Like, I don't want to encourage people not to do those things, but there should just there should be this other path, I guess, for people like us, the artists, the entertainers, you know, the, the writers and stuff like that, that we should go. There should be another path, a clear path, a path as clear as that one is what I want to see to do the things that you're talking about. Yeah. You know, for those of that want to be philosophers that want to – be true politicians. I feel like I would want would have wanted to be a politician in my life to to genuinely help other people. Mm-hmm. But it's like how can I genuinely help other people if I have to serve the ugly first? Right. Yeah, you, and you, always you, them first. How do you, how do you work in a corrupt system Ugh. without being corrupted yourself? I, dude, I don't see how. I saw it in just in some some of the careers technically I had in my life I started in my life uh and then I got out of for different ways but like you know, like even in construction, when mm-hmm. I used to work in construction, man, when I just saw how corrupt, how misused the taxpayer money was. And that's the lowest level, in my opinion. That's not even yeah. like a globe, nowhere yeah. near national or global level, what they do with our money, how they waste it, you know, how they use it for ill. So it's just, yeah, it's such a turnoff because for me, it should be, you know, the good deed should come first. The, the Who the people I'm helping should come first. Right. right. And that's what I wish was encouraged most was that kind of level. So I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the, maybe the army of robots, maybe if we had robots completely replacing slave labor and cobalt mines or building cell phones, then we could use that extra money to make better lives for the people that used to do it and give them a society that they love to be in. You know, I think I hope. eventually it will come to that eventually life will be more about the self and but that transition phase is what's going to be hard that's the rough part and that's what we're going to go through we're not going to go we're we're not going to get to the age of enlightenment we're going to get the transitional period and we might start to see what could be but it's it's we're going to we're going to go through the shit that's what we're going to do yeah I think it's a good note to end on. So I if agree. you're going through shit, just stay strong. Be a dragon slayer and a time of dragons. Stay strong and cultivate the self.